Hey folks, you know what? A small regret is slouching in the dentist chair thinking I should have brushed and flossed better. A big health regret is listening to your doctor and thinking I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. I have that regret a lot. Better health today and when it matters most is why I take Field of Greens. Field of Greens is unlike any fruit and vegetable or green product. Field of Greens isn't watered down extracts. Field of Greens is an organic superfood. It's whole fruits and vegetables. Each fruit and vegetable was selected by doctors to support vital body functions like heart, liver, kidneys, metabolism, and of course, your immune system. And only Field of Greens is backed by a better health promise. At your next checkup, your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Don't look back and say, I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. Field of Greens is a key to better health today, right now, and when it matters most. Let's get you started with 15% off and free shipping. All you got to do is visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS at checkout. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where today we have a U.S. Senator, Senator Mike Braun of the great state of Indiana. He has been at the forefront of some of the most important issues of the last month, particularly, quite frankly, he's been at the forefront of these before people were paying attention to him. The Wuhan Institute of Virology and the possibility that a lab accident gave us the coronavirus pandemic. Senator Braun has been leading the efforts to uh, overcome the cancel culture, to overcome the censorship, the blackout that occurred in America last year after President Trump first raised this possibility. It looks like the president then, President Trump, was telling us the truth and that the institutions of big government, China, the World Health Institute, were suppressing it. Well, Senator Mike Braun has been on the forefront of that um, uh, debate, and he has been working with his colleagues in the Senate to get legislation to force the declassification of what does our U.S. intelligence community know? When did they know it? Is it possible we were kept in the dark for a whole year about a, a very serious uh, threat to America that this virus was manufactured for research and then accidentally released in a lab accident? Six, seven months ago, those of us at Just the News and others who reported that were censored, shamed, kicked off of Facebook, our stories are blocked. Now, even Anthony Fauci, uh, certainly the Biden top intelligence people, particularly Avril Haines, the, uh, the director of national intelligence, are all saying this is a very plausible, likely scenario. What a difference. Well, Senator Mike Braun, he was there at the beginning. He's been fighting every step of the way, and now he's got the, a sledgehammer in the Senate trying to force a vote on a bill that would uh, give us the sort of transparency we were denied for a year very important. He's also working on some uh, legislation to make sure that the IRS doesn't get weaponized as a pursue our enemies list in the Biden administration. We saw that happen during the Obama years. And Senator Braun is getting ahead of that. He joined with Senator Mitch McConnell. You won't believe what happened after they got their bill, how quickly momentum rallied around their legislation. We're going to talk to him about that. And of course, one of his favorite issues, he's a successful businessman. He didn't become a career politician. He was a businessman on Main Street. He knows the importance of a balanced budget, fiscal sanity. And we're going to talk to him about the craziness of the United States government spending six or seven trillion dollars in a single year printing money we don't have and uh, what crisis may await us in the future, or await our children, our grandchildren, probably us as well. 
in the not so distant future. Really important voice on fiscal discipline in our government, something that very few people uh, focus on. So he's going to be here in just a few seconds. We're going to go to quick commercial break. When we come back, our exclusive interview with Senator Mike Braun of the great state of Indiana. You do not want to miss this. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer, a beach bum summer, or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And as promised, a very special guest, somebody on the front lines of some of the most important legislative battles occurring in our capital this day. Senator Mike Braun of the great state of Indiana is joining us. Senator, welcome to the show. Hey, good to be on. Good to be on. It's an honor to have you on. And we have some breaking news because just this morning, I see you and Senator Hawley have put together a bill to try to force the declassification of the intelligence that shows what we know about the possibility that the coronavirus uh, came out of a lab accident at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Tell us about that legislation, what motivated it, and what do you hope to get out of it? Well, it's interesting because we actually rolled it out about a month ago, and it's just getting emphasized now. Because wow. John, so often in my two and a half years that I've been here, it takes some catalyst. And of course, the uh, Wall Street Journal article that highlighted the uh, three victims right. over there, uh, it's caused a cascade. But something was afoot uh, even uh, a week to two weeks ago. Uh, we were just a little ahead of the game when we rolled that out, uh, where I think we're going to hear more information. When you got somebody like Dr. Fauci that moves goalposts from the one end zone <laughs> to the other he and sure then does. back again and wherever it needs to kind of plop down, uh, when you hear uh, the head of the WHO, when you hear the Biden administration now saying that there needs to be an investigation, of course, they're still saying WHO needs to do it itself. That's like the fox in the hen house uh, right. metaphor. So something is happening. And that's why uh, with our bill out there, uh, it's now very pertinent. It'd be very similar to when uh, another bill I did, and we got 45 senators on in basically a week, and that was a weaponizing the IRS bill, which we might talk about here in a little bit. But here, I think this is, has that same momentum. Think about it. This thing gets unleashed uh, in the country with the least transparency, maybe next to North Korea and Iran, uh, certainly up there with a Russia. Russia would be more transparent than China. And look at the havoc it created. Yeah. Uh, and we've had to put up with it and all the bureaucracy and government heavy-handedness throughout the process that uh, derailed the economy. If it hadn't been for the strongest economy in uh, the history of my uh, involvement in it, which would have been 37 years, we wouldn't be back where we are. Of course, the uh, warp speed vaccine, all of that, it gets so uh, you know, kind of convoluted out here in terms of how things are spun. But now this has some pertinence, and I think it's because uh, they've tried to dismiss it because Trump 
you know, was highlighting it early. Exactly. And now it's coming full circle. And I think we're going to get to the bottom of it. It's just a question of, will we need a bill to do it? I don't even think we're going to need that because I think there's going to be stuff coming forward that might flush it out without having to force it legislatively. If not, we're prepared to roll up the support. Sadly, we probably won't get one Democrat on it, though. Yeah, that's hard to believe because, you know, getting to the origins is so important to putting this pandemic to rest, understanding where it came from, how we can treat it, and also where our public health system let us down early on. I, we, I, we have a great anecdote here at Just the News because it was last spring, I think in June, we reported that the uh, there was a study out of Livermore Lab that said the two most plausible theories were wild, which was what a lot of scientists were saying it occurred in the wild, or a lab accident at, at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And, and then we had a whistleblower come out shortly after that, a, a Chinese scientist come out, and we got censored on Facebook. They literally forced us to take the post down saying, it's been debunked. And of course, it never was debunked. It was active then. We've now learned at the end of the Trump administration, they put out the State Department statement saying that there were sicknesses at the lab. So you've been on top of this for quite some time. Why, why do you think it's evolved? Why was it slow walked? Obviously, Livermore Lab, last May felt confident enough to say this was the second, one of the two most plausible scenarios. Why was it being slow walked politically? Is it the Trump dynamic? Is it big interest in Wall Street worried about China investment? What, where where do the pressures come from on this? Number one, it came from uh, Trump. Right. And uh, when he was out there, probably uh, in a way that I don't know worked out the best for him, right. but he also was responsible for the two big dynamics that, uh, Book ended this whole saga, and that was when he cut the travel right, you know, from, from China. China and Europe. I think that was one variable. And then warp speed vaccine. I remember being on health, education, labor, and pension when uh, even Redfield, uh, who was a Trump appointee for the uh, CDC, and Fauci were arguing about who was going to handle it within their agencies to orchestrate these vaccines. We'd still be fumbling around with nothing uh, on the market. And they bought into it, John. When you put so much time and effort, uh, which was visible from the time Trump got elected, right. whatever he's for, you're just against. Look at the border policy, be another example of yeah, that. Exactly. We were down there a couple months ago, and it was working as good as it could be working without getting at the underlying issues. But since it was Trump, get rid of the stay in Mexico policy. Since it was Trump, and even when the Border Patrol is telling us this, between the wall and stay in Mexico policy, it had it at a 45-year low. That's an unforced error yep. as well. But that's how caustic the environment is here uh, when you're just against it for the sake of the other sides having success with it. Yeah, it's, and it's bad for the country when you, you make choices that and you're not concerned about actually the people that you're supposed to be serving. Yeah. It, it really sets us back. Now, you've hinted that there may be some venue by which more information can come out. We're, we've heard a lot of different things, like a, a friendly country in the region may have alerted us to this, uh, that there may be signal intelligence or other things. Where do you think uh, the venue would be where the intelligence community or the administration could give Congress the sort of information that, uh, it can get its job done. How about in our own DHS? Uh, how about in our own uh, Director of National Intelligence? Great idea. That's the essence of declassifying this stuff. Right. 
and when you've got such a political posture that has dominated the dynamic, we just need that. We need the Freedom of Information Act, in essence, to release all this stuff that's been uh, classified. And I think you're going to find several uh, points of information uh, that will you know, make us look at least into doing, I mean, as commission happy as we are in this government in general, right. we ought to be doing a commission on the biggest event that's yeah. challenged the world, arguably, along with a couple world wars and especially a health crisis uh, you know, over 100 years ago. And uh, when you put that much political spin on it, you're going to have difficulty with folks like Fauci, where they now all of a sudden have to hedge their bets by saying the exact opposite of what they were before. And I think a lot of this information is housed within our own government. Will Biden be forthright? Will he declassify it? Uh, hopefully it's not going to take a piece of legislation to do it. Yeah, no, it seems like the public interest ought to drive this. When you look at Dr. Fauci and you, you've mentioned him and, and, you know, there is a lot of reporting we've done with EcoHealth Alliance and other scientists who have direct knowledge saying there was some funding of the Wuhan Institute, vi of Institute for Virology from NIH. There were warnings from our own embassy that the lab didn't have the best of practices beyond determining did the, did the virus get manufactured and accidentally released there. Uh, are you guys going to look and do you think it's important to know what our government's relationship was with that lab? What safeguards were there? How interesting and important is that to you as a senator? I mean, uh, hopefully there's going to be enough in our own uh, classified information to get us really hot on the trail. Sadly, we're doing dealing with a regime, our biggest geopolitical foe down the road that yeah. uh, believes in hardly anything we do when it comes to transparency and so forth. So I think they will fight it tooth and nail. But uh, WHO, I think, is finally, who's seemingly been an apologist for right. China, uh, one's not wanting to uh, poke that bear. Uh, I think now that they're talking about it, that just tells me there's a change in the dynamic, the paradigm. And I think this needs to have every door opened uh, and looked into. And uh, I hope, hopefully we're getting there. And I, I think that you're going to find uh, if we, for instance, in their uh, uh, Wuhan Institute of Virology, uh, if that entity has any freestanding space, you might even wedge some of that. Or maybe there are some uh, people of honor over there that work right. for some of these institutions. But sadly, you'd probably your health would be at risk if you come forward for another reason. So uh, I think this all cascades forward, uh, and I think you get all the basic information to get the investigation going. We've probably got it right here. And uh, then it's just a, it's a question of is there going to be the political will on the part of the folks that have vested, invested so much in trying to use this to where people have been marinating in fear. Right. They've given us all this heavy-handed government, one-size-fits-all, and uh, are going to try to wiggle out of it. Uh, but the roots of it are in China. And for them, if they want to be have any trust in the world arena, uh, they're going to have to come clean. I just don't see it with their trade behavior, with other things. They're going to do as little as they can get by with. Hopefully the information will uh, uh, get itself out uh, and we can pour over it. 
Uh, I just think they're going to drag their feet every step yeah. of the way. Transparency is definitely not endemic to their culture no. or to their government. No. We're, we're so much luckier here in America. And, you know, we sometimes here we have a hard time getting information. So, Well, big tech is a good example of that in terms 100%. of how they've been trying to censor stuff. And yeah. that's a whole other issue. And what's interesting, I've been here, like I said, two and a half years. So much of this stuff has just happened so recently. And, uh, we've got lots of issues geopolitically, right. uh, vis-a-vis China and even need to look inward, uh, issues like big tech and so forth. So, uh, a lot of it seems out of character with where we know we should be. Yeah. Well, you've been an eloquent voice on this, the censorship, cancel culture, uh, information suffocation, um, uh, issue. And, and you've, you've said a lot of really profound things. And last week you, you went in with Senator Mitch McConnell and you introduced this bill that uh, tries to head off the temptation to use the IRS like it was during the uh, Obama years to silence uh, conservative viewpoints or to go after conservative enemies. Tell us what the reaction has been and what you hope, you know, th- does this bill get a chance to get a vote on the floor? It'll get no chance for a vote, yeah. but listen what has happened in basically a week to 10 days. Uh, My staff pours through all these bills, and they caught embedded in the For the People Act, or many of us call it the Corrupt Politicians Act. And this is a part of it. Trump, in May of 2020, got a ruling through that you couldn't do what Lois Lerner did, weaponizing the IRS when they were going after uh, applicants for a nonprofit status, and ironically, 95% of them were being slow walked. They were conservative organizations. Uh, it caught the attention of uh, all kinds of groups: Americans for Tax Reform, Association sure. of Mature American Citizens, Citizens. I mean, the list goes on and on. Her- Freedom Works, Heritage Action for America. But the big thing is, I rolled this bill out, and the first individual that wanted to get on it was Leader McConnell. And then, and this is the business and logistics in me, I got 43 other senators. Wow. And that's unheard of, even in your own conference. And I think we picked up another one this week. That means we've made it filibuster proof. So if that's in the bill, it could be one thing that derails. That's the number one bill they want to get across the finish line. And even Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema on the For the People Act have talked about breaching the filibuster selectively there. Right. If that happens, the dam breaks and you're going to get other craziness like the Equality Act and Green New Deal, um, uh, government health care for all the two crown jewels of liberal thinking. Uh, that scares me because once they burn the political capital, it would be on this bill. We found this in it and thought it was a great way to discuss how it doesn't mean for the people act it wants yeah. to federalize election law which is probably unconstitutional you got to give it to the democrats uh oh rami Emanuel, you get the uh, uh moment of opportunity they run <laughs> with it and they're faster footed than we are and that's disappointing because uh i always tried to outmaneuver my competition you know not be a victim of it right 
Well, that was an important spot, and I think illuminating it brought so many people together so quickly. You're right. It's almost unheard of that there are 45 supporters of a bill this quickly, co-sponsors of a bill this quickly. And so it clearly galvanized attention and and support, which I I think sends a message to the Democrats. Now, you talked about some of the other agenda, and one of the things that you, because you come from a state where fiscal sanity still exists in Indiana, they still balance their budgets like we have to at home. The government just keeps printing money, $6 trillion, $7 trillion that we'll probably spend in this calendar year. When you look back, is there anyone now willing to join you? Because you've always been a voice of fiscal sanity and, and preaching discipline. Are we reaching a moment with inflation, the need, uh, the possibility that interest rates could go up, that more people look and say, we've made a sham of our fiscal house. It's time to clean it up. So, sadly, uh, I've only found one new recruit beyond uh, Rand Paul and Mike Lee, who just philosophically, not with the business background and the macroeconomics that I bring to it, along with the philosophical uh, disposition, John Kennedy uh, from Louisiana. Uh, And I always measure it, John, on the policy you really love. And to me, defense is the most important thing we do here in the federal government. Infrastructure, maybe shoring up entitlements, try to just do a few things well without borrowing from your kids and grandkids. I generally end up voting against the NDAA because defense shouldn't be sacrosanct. Just because you like it, you should hold it to budget um, regimen. You should hold it to audits. And sadly, it's the dynamic uh, that gives us the unholy alliance of rolling over for everything the Democrats want uh, on the domestic side, because we will not hold the thing we are most interested in accountable. And that's why we generate trillion-dollar deficits annually. Another thing, just recently, this whole idea of being to borrow money, uh, creating these deficits and debt, all of your listeners ought to find the YouTube where I wrestled with our new budget chairman, Bernie Sanders, on the modern (laughs) monetary theory. That was the highlight of my Senate career. Uh, And sadly, I don't know how many people watch that stuff on the floor, but you ought to see him trying to justify what we're doing in terms of looting the federal government and spending this money, borrowing it from our kids and grandkids. It was about a week to 10 days ago I'd uh, recommend that any of your viewers try to find that. We'll put that up it, on just the news. Yeah. So people can watch you, it. You ought to, you yeah. ought to, because it epitomizes that discussion of what we're doing here in the federal government. And sadly, many in our own party in my party, uh, of supposedly being conservative Republicans, right. don't really hold the line for the reason I just mentioned them. Yeah, it's remarkable. Uh, they're willing to cave just to get the the right size defense budget every year. And, you know, we had um, Steve Moore, the great economist on the show a couple yep. of weeks ago, and he said, listen, for every point interest rate uh, point that we go up in the next year, it's going to add a trillion dollars a year in spending. That's just unsustainable. It's, it's actually a scary thought. I mean, I remember when we, we first broke the trillion dollar spending mark, and now we're talking about it. One interest rate point climb could could take us there. Do you think at some point there's a shock and awe moment that those who've allowed yep. this sort of spendathon to go on realize we've done a disservice to the country? I don't. Se- I don't think we send the best people here, to be honest, because they're out running an entity that has the rigor of competition, right. the guidelines of uh, balanced budgets within their business, their 
local or state government. Right. I was on a school board for 10 years. That's where the rubber meets the road. And here, uh, it's folks that have just not uh, grown up probably even running a lemonade stand uh, somewhere <laughs> right. in their past. Career politicians. Yeah. And then you got like the modern monetary theory. I wrestled with Robert Reich on that, which then tries to come up with an argument why you can justify it. Even wow. uh, middle-of-the-road Democrat economists uh, can't uh, take that explanation. So, no, here's how I think it ends up. We're going to completely deplete the uh, Medicare trust fund we've been paying into as employers right. and employees in about five and a half years, uh, all 18 to 20% benefit cuts. We We don't reform the broken healthcare industry, we treat them like an unregulated utility. Right. And I, in my own business 13 years ago, made it consumer driven, put skin in the game, and then held costs low by pushing transparency. It can work. Even we don't push those principles. So I think it's a ditch uh, operation where you run into it. And it's either going to be a crisis or a series of them. And sadly, mm. you know who controls this mostly? We're the only reserve currency. People that will still lend us money like China, China. and other places. Yep. They're going to be an economy as large as ours, if not larger in a decade. You pull, you make a big difference there where they decide not to lend us some money. That's right. All of a sudden, we're shaky like the euro became when they were headed to be a reserve currency. Then you're not talking about Steve Moore's 1%. You're talking 3 to 4% mm. of interest rates going up. And that's when you cascade into a situation like you would in a business bankruptcy. Yeah. And uh, the elderly that depend on the federal government for their health care and their retirement will pay the price mostly. A politically made crisis that never had to be. All we needed is to have the same discipline we used in our own checkbooks in our home or exactly. in, the, in the business you ran. I mean, you bring such a businessman's mentality, a Main Street mentality to Congress. And it's so funny because it almost feels foreign to most of the people there. They just <laughs> they've never had to do it. And they, they've had a blank credit card for their whole life. It's pretty crazy. And one other uh, quick parting thought on that subject is nearly everyone here, John, relies on their staff to tee up their questions and whatever they do in any of these hearings. I almost 100% draw upon the experience of the real world in the trenches. And that's a sad difference, too, because so many come from not ever having done that and get here and it's uh, like uh, kids in a cookie jar. Yeah, it is so important. And you're one of the few voices that has, you know, consistently uh, focused on this when others have been looking for a reason to ignore it. But it, th that moment of reckoning is coming and, you know, whether it's four or five years, three years, six years, um, it, it's going to be a painful moment. And you would just hope that, uh, that some members in the, in the institution now take the same mindset you do and try to get ahead of it because waiting for it to happen is not a good solution. Nope. And it shouldn't take a two by four across the head when you've exactly. seen this for years and years coming on. Yeah. It's common sense. We, we know from our own budgets, you can't spend three times more than you bring in. You just can't. So it's, it's remarkable. Well, sir, we're so blessed to have you on the show. I want to thank you so much. Uh, we're going to be following these two pieces of important legislation and, and also what, you know, what we can learn from the Wuhan Institute theory that is growing in credence every day. And I want to just thank you for joining us and for sharing all your great insights. Well, hey, it's a pleasure to be on, and uh, don't forget to tee up that uh, Bernie Sanders-Mike Braun uh, wrestling match. On it's the going up right now as soon as I get <laughs> off air. That's a great idea, a good educational video. I'll be doing that soon. There you go.
Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you, John. God bless okay. you. All Bye-bye. Take care. All right, folks, that wraps up our great interview. What a, what a lot to think about there. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, we will wrap things up for the day in just a few minutes. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Bite.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And, um... What a day. I really felt like we covered a lot of ground. Senator Braun is so gracious to spend so much time with us on a day when he's so busy. But we really learned a lot about the IRS legislation, about the Wuhan virus and the uh, the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the possibility that this coronavirus emanated from a lab accident and not from the wild, as we were told for a year. A lot of momentum, a lot of changing dynamics. We here at Just the News have been reporting it for over a year. We were censored, shamed. Uh, banned from Facebook or or other places, and we've been able to fight through. And with folks like Senator Braun and and brave people in the intelligence community, we're getting the story out. But he uh, really wrapped things up, and I think gave you a crystal clear view that there is more to come out in the near future. Stay tuned. Watch us at justthenews.com. We're going to be covering it day and night. I think uh, Senator Braun was hinting more big bombshell revelations on the horizon. All right, we're thinking about Memorial Day weekend, right? Well, you know one of the things I love? I love seafood. I grew up in Connecticut. We used to go fishing when we were really lucky once or twice in our childhood. My dad was able to take us up lobstering and we got fresh lobster. I love, I just love seafood. My family loves it. It's healthy. Uh, It can be produced sustainably. Uh, It is a great meal. It feels light and yet fulfilling. Uh, And so we have a great, great partner here at uh, Just the News. We have been blessed to have the Wild Alaskan Company join us. They are the best seafood company you can find in America. They have a sustainable vision for seafood. They have absolutely fantastic food. It comes to your door, frozen, ready to go, ready to put it on your grill when you need it. You open up the packs. I just did this a couple weeks ago. My family had the biggest smile on its face I can remember in a long time. They loved it. They've got great recipes that come along. They bring cooking tips. You uh, get uh, an unbelievable 100% money back guarantee. You don't like what they send you. You get your money back. But guess what? No chance that's going to happen. Their seafood, their variety, their quality, their customer service is as good as anything gets. What better way? than to have a seafood buffet at your home. Don't have to go out. 
You don't have to uh, worry about the mask and social distancing and reservations. You cook it on your grill. You put it right on your table. Your family's sitting outdoors like we did a couple weeks ago. It was the perfect kickoff to summer. And because you're a Just a News fan, because you're a John Solomon uh, Reports podcast listener, we have a special offer for you. Right now, you're going to get $15 off your first box of wild-caught seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com slash justnews. Let me give you that again. wildalaskancompany.com slash justnews. Now, you get $15 off your first box. It's a great deal. They have an unbelievable selection that comes in each box. My family is hooked on this. We're resupplying this week. Uh, And every time you do this, you're also supporting our journalism our mission, this show, so you can have more interviews with the likes of Senator Mike Braun, more investigative reporting like what we did a year ago on the Wuhan Institute of Virology. We were right. We were early. There were reasons to report those stories because there were facts, and we were being suffocated by uh, those who wanted the truth to be suppressed. Um, Well, we make it possible here to do this. This is a great family company. They believe in sustainability. They believe in quality. They believe in customer service. And let me tell you, the product is unbelievable. Their uh, salmon just melts in your mouth. We had just an incredible, incredible meal with my family. Everybody's still talking about it two weeks later. We're about to get our first renewal. Hang on. We're going to be right there on Memorial Day grilling fish right alongside you if you're smart enough to take advantage of this offer. One more time, wildalaskancompany.com slash news. $15 off your first box. It's a great deal. Great food. Throw it on the grill. You're going to be telling your neighbors and family about it. I'm so grateful that they're here supporting us and sponsoring us. It's a great way to support us if you buy their great product and you will love it. I promise you. All right. That wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. Until tomorrow, when we'll have some more news, some more big interviews. May God bless you. May God bless this great country of America as he always has. Check out justthenews.com anytime, day or night. When you need a news fix, we'll be there serving you. Until then, we'll be back tomorrow. God bless.